Today is Thursday, January 21st, and you're listening to the first morning announcements of the Biden-Harris administration. I'm Sammy Sage. Yesterday was the inauguration, and it felt shockingly normal. Biden's inaugural speech had a theme of unity for America, as well as a promise to defend democracy, truth, and aspirations to address our greatest challenges like COVID, healthcare, racial justice, education, and jobs. We also got to see Michelle Obama and Jill Biden in incredibly chic outfits, as well as Lady Gaga in a uniform reminiscent of the Hunger Games. And we can't forget that Bernie Sanders wore mittens and carried a folder. J-Lo found a way to work the lyrics, let's get loud, into This Land is Your Land, and future president Amanda Gorman upstaged the entire show with an incredible poem called The Hill We Climb. After the festivities, Vice President Kamala Harris took her rightful place as President of the Senate and swore in Senators Ossoff, Warnock, and Padilla, officially giving Democrats control of the Senate for the first time since 2014. The Senate also confirmed Biden's first cabinet pick last night, naming Avril Haines the Director of National Intelligence. Haines was in the headlines two days ago at her hearing for committing to release an unclassified report about the murder of Jamal Khashoggi by the Saudis, a report that the Trump administration had previously refused to release. President Biden wasted absolutely no time getting to work and signed over a dozen executive orders yesterday. Among them were orders for the following. Reversing Trump's decision to withdraw from the World Health Organization, rejoining the Paris Agreement, ending the Muslim travel ban, mandating masks in federal buildings or for interstate travel, revoking the permit for the Keystone XL pipeline, extending eviction and foreclosure moratoriums, continuing to pause student loan payments, strengthening workplace discrimination protections based on sexual orientation and gender identity, formulating an executive branch ethics doctrine, I wonder what made him think we need that, and canceling the 1776 commission. And if you don't know what that is, consider yourself blessed. See, this is the future liberals want. Okay, so I know we're past this and I hate to bring him up, but Trump released his list of 73 pardons and 70 commutations at the very last minute. And I couldn't just let it go without calling out some of the most egregious ones. Unfortunately for him, Joe Exotic did not receive the pardon he expected to. However, rappers Lil Wayne and Kodak Black did receive their pardons for weapons charges. The highest profile political name on the list was Steve Bannon, who was charged with defrauding donors, mostly Trump supporters, in his fundraising campaign to build the wall. So Trump basically pardoned someone who defrauded his own supporters. He also pardoned Elliot Broidy, a former top Trump fundraiser who pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to lobby the Trump campaign on behalf of a foreign billionaire. Paul Erickson also received a pardon. He's a conservative political operative who was dating Russian spy Maria Butina and had pleaded guilty to wire fraud and money laundering. And among others, Trump also pardoned the ex-husband of Fox News host Jeanine Pirro, who served just over a year in prison after being convicted of conspiracy and tax evasion in 2000. How's that for draining the swamp? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can help us grow by heading over to the feed to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post news updates on my stories throughout the day. Also, be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betches Sup podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betches Sup on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.